Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. trying to get things right with God, mathematically, it doesn't work. I can't pay off my selfishness. I can't fix the brokenness inside of me and and just even things out by my own doing because the corruption is coming up from inside of me. I am a spring of wickedness left to myself, right? I just keep coming up with new ways. Have you ever found yourself caught in that trap? Have you tried to fix your own brokenness? Today in his message, Pastor David will remind you that it's not possible to fix your own brokenness. Praise Jesus, you don't have to. It is by grace that you are saved, and it is by grace that God will work on healing your heart. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Romans, chapter 4, as he continues his message, Righteousness by Faith. My name is David. Today, we're going to be continuing through the book of Romans. And we're looking at chapter 4. And we've been looking at what it means to be made righteous by faith. Faith is one of these words that means a lot of different things to different people, right? It's got these connotations, these different interpretations. And so I want to be clear that faith is not an emotion, right? It's not some force or some loose sort of positivity. It is not that. Faith literally is what you believe, right? Faith is what you believe. And this is really important because I think a lot of times we feel like we can sort of compartmentalize faith, right? Like faith is a piece of what I do. But if you think about it, faith is at the center of everything you do because everything is motivated by what you believe, right? You don't make any decisions except out of what you believe about the world, about what's good, about people, about God, about life. It's all rooted in what you believe. And this is foundational to everything we're going to be talking about today. Last week, we were looking at the contrast between trusting in our works for salvation and trusting in God, looking to Him. And we're continuing that train of thought now, here in verse 1 of chapter 4. What then shall we say that Abraham our father found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Because what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. 
Now, the one who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on the one who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. In the psalm he says, blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. We look at this idea that our right standing and our restoration from God come from looking to him. That he actually transforms us as we trust him, as we walk with him. That is a big part of what it means to be made righteous by faith. I would say that is, in a lot of ways, it's the primary way. But there's another side of it, too. What he's talking about here is the element of pardon for sin. Of forgiveness. The point number one, first thing that we're going to look at today, is that we need pardon. If we're trying to get things right with God, mathematically, it doesn't work. I can't pay off my selfishness. I can't fix the brokenness inside of me and and just even things out by my own doing because the corruption is coming up from inside of me. I am a spring of wickedness left to myself, right? I just keep coming up with new ways. We keep coming up with new stuff. You can't just pay it off. And the example that he actually gives, the way God speaks about it, most often, I think, in Scripture, is in the relationship of a husband and wife. He calls himself, in a sense, the husband. And he says, it's like having your spouse cheat on you and then try to pay it back, right? We'll split the time. I'll be with them on Monday and with you on Tuesday. So it's even. It's like the wages just expose the misunderstanding, right? The wages are a debt. You're trying to pay me back for what you've broken? It doesn't work. But so the invitation is forgiveness. So he tells us, stop trying to split the time. But he invites us back. And... For some of us, I think we know exactly where we have been unfaithful, right? For some of us, like, there's no question. That makes sense. I get it. Thank you, Jesus. But at the same time, for others of us or for different seasons, I think that metaphor or that analogy that God gives us, it feels extreme. Like, it wasn't that bad. Come on, the stuff I've done isn't that bad. And if that's where we're at, I encourage you to just ask him to help you see right. Help you to see things the way they are. Not to drudge stuff up, not to, to look for reasons to feel bad, but just to ask him for, for clear sight. And one of the things that's very helpful here is understanding that sin is not about God's preferences. Because I think a lot of times that's the filter we hear it through. Like, God prefers that I don't do this, and I did it, and so now God's angry at me. 
Like we, we, we filter it through our perspective. But God is the maker. He is the designer of souls and universe. Right? So when he says that something is sin, he's not saying, I would prefer that you don't do it. He's saying it doesn't work. It's, you're, you're operating contrary to the system. My friend's mom years ago put diesel fuel in his gasoline engine. Operating contrary to the system makes the engine blow up. It's not about preference. It's about how does this work? And he tells us the, the way we are designed, we need to trust him first because we get it, when we get it disordered, things start to fall apart. And to, to illustrate this a little bit, I want to explain. Right? We think about greed or lust or laziness. A big part of where I find myself, I think that we get trapped is we blend the sin with the good thing that it is distorting. Right? Money is not sin. Having money is not greed. Desire, romance, sex is not lust. Rest, joy, humor is not laziness. But when the good gift gets disordered, it becomes destructive. It becomes monstrous in, in time, depending on the proportion to which love Right? If sex or money or being comfort becomes the center of your life, over time it becomes monstrous. And so he tells us he needs to be at the center. He is the first love. And we're all guilty. We have all gotten it disordered, Right? He tells us, no, there's no one who hasn't failed here. There's no one who is without sin. And so, he made a way for us to be transformed, and he also paid the price. is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid backbone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730.
We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.